What is Parkinson's? Better understand the disease that affects 10 million people worldwide, along with its symptoms, causes and treatments. Parkinson's disease, PD a neurodegenerative disorder that affects predominantly the dopamine-producing, dopaminergic, neurons in a specific area of the brain called substantia nigra. Symptoms generally develop slowly over years. The progression of symptoms is often a bit different from one person to another due to the diversity of the disease. People with PD may experience, tremor, mainly at rest, and described as pill-rolling tremor in hands, other forms of tremor are possible. Slowness and paucity of movement, called bradykinesia and hypokinesia, limb stiffness, rigidity, gait and balance problems. In addition to movement-related, motor, symptoms, Parkinson's symptoms may be unrelated to movement, non-motor. People with PD are often more impacted by their non-motor symptoms than motor symptoms. Examples of non-motor symptoms include, depression, anxiety, apathy, hallucinations, constipation, orthostatic hypotension, sleep disorders, loss of sense of smell, and a variety of cognitive impairments. The cause remains largely unknown. Scientists believe a combination of genetic and environmental factors are the cause. Although there is no cure, treatment options vary and include medications, lifestyle adjustments and surgery. While Parkinson's itself is not fatal, disease complications can be serious. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, CDC, rated complications from PD as the 14th cause of death in the United States. The first step to living well with Parkinson's disease is to understand the disease and the progression. It is possible to have a good to great quality of life with PD. Working with your doctor and following recommended therapies are essential in successfully treating symptoms using dopaminergic medications. People with PD need this medication because they have low levels or are missing dopamine in the brain, mainly due to impairment of neurons in the substantia nigra. It is important to understand that motor symptoms of PD only become evident later in the course of the disease. The Parkinson's Foundation research has led to breakthroughs in treatment and improved care that bring hope to the Parkinson's community. The field of Parkinson's research is ongoing and ever-evolving as we learn more about this disease. Scientists are exploring ways to identify biomarkers for PD that can lead to earlier diagnosis and more tailored treatments to slow down the disease process. Currently, all therapies used for PD can improve symptoms but do not slow or halt the disease progression. Some people with Parkinson's disease find that using cannabis products helps to ease certain symptoms, according to results from a survey. The findings notably suggest that cannabis products with high levels of the chemical THC are more likely to induce both positive and negative effects in Parkinson's patients. These survey results offer a broad overview of real-world cannabis use patterns and experience among a large group of people living with Parkinson's and provide initial results regarding the differential symptomatic effects of different cannabis products, researchers wrote. Findings were published in the study, Higher Risk, Higher Reward? Self-reported effects of real-world cannabis use in Parkinson's disease, in movement disorders. Five lessons I've learned on my Parkinson's journey. Cannabis has two main active components, tetrahydrocannabinol, THC, which is the main chemical that induces a high, and cannabidiol, CBD, which doesn't induce a high but may have numbing or anti-inflammatory properties. Cannabis has not been rigorously studied in Parkinson's, but many patients are interested in its potential benefits, 
and with increasing availability of a number of cannabis-based products, many have tried them. In lieu of scientific studies, learning from these patients' experiences could help patients and clinicians to understand the potential benefits and risks of using various cannabis products for Parkinson's patients. To this end, researchers at the University of Colorado conducted a survey through Fox Insight, an online platform run by the Michael J. Fox Foundation for Parkinson's Research. The survey was answered by 1,881 people with Parkinson's who reported having used cannabis products since they were diagnosed. Most respondents were men, 58.5%, and more than half had been diagnosed with Parkinson's for less than three years. The vast majority were white, 97.9%, and the respondents generally were highly educated, with nearly two-thirds having at least a college degree and 33.6% with graduate or professional degrees. Most of the respondents, 73%, said the main reason they used cannabis was medicinal, 7.3% reported recreational use, and 19.7% said they used cannabis both medically and recreationally. A little more than half had been using cannabis for six months or less, while about a third had been using for longer than a year. Notably, nearly one of three respondents, 31.8%, said they had not talked to their healthcare providers about their use of cannabis. Based on this finding, the researchers recommended that clinicians should bring up the topic of cannabis use with Parkinson's patients in a standardized, non-judgmental manner during visits. The majority of respondents said they consumed oral cannabis products, a food, drink, edible oil, or sublingual, under the tongue, tincture, and 37.5% of respondents reported consuming cannabis by smoking or vaping. Almost all of the patients knew generally what type of product they had, e.g., high or low THC slash CBD, and most knew exact levels from product labels. More patients used products with higher CBD, 54.6%, while 30.2% used higher THC, and 15.2% took similar amounts of THC and CBD products. The most common improvements noted with using cannabis, of any kind, reported by more than half of respondents, were better sleep, less agitation and anxiety, and less pain. Some participants reported having stopped taking other medications, for pain, 26.8%, anxiety, 18.6%, sleep, 16.9%, Parkinson's symptoms, 13.9%, or depression, 11.9%, since they started using cannabis. I think these results reflect what I generally see in my patients. Overall, medical marijuana seems to help with symptoms as reported in this survey, anxiety, sleep and pain, Catherine Amadeo, MD, a movement disorder specialist at Westchester Medical Center in New York, who was not involved in the study, said in a press release. The most common adverse side effects of cannabis, reported as worsening by more than 1 in 10 patients, were dry mouth, dizziness, cognitive impairment, increased appetite or weight, daytime sleepiness, imbalance, fatigue, palpitations, apathy, and hallucinations. In general, the overall magnitude of both positive and negative effects was small, the researchers noted. Notably, patients who took a product with high THC were generally more likely to experience an effect, whether positive or negative. Use of higher THC products was associated with more frequently reported symptomatic benefits for pre-existing, Parkinson's-related symptoms, especially for nausea, depression, tremor, poor sleep, agitation, 
decreased appetite, anxiety, sexual dysfunction, and pain, the researchers wrote. However, they added, higher THC products were also associated with more frequent symptomatic worsening, most notably dry mouth, dizziness, cognition, and balance. As such, the team noted that high THC products appear to be a high risk, high reward in terms of Parkinson's symptoms. The researchers called for further studies to evaluate cannabis and Parkinson's. These survey results are completely in line with my experience so far, said Catherine Lever, MD, a neurology professor at Mount Sinai Beth Israel in New York, who was not involved in the study. Medical marijuana doesn't help everyone with Parkinson's or every symptom of Parkinson's. But it is a useful tool in the toolbox of treatments for the disease. And, as in this study, I've seen benefits for sleep, pain, anxiety and, sometimes, for motor symptoms. Survey reveals risks, rewards of cannabis use. By Marissa Wexler, MS, January 28, 2022. Some people with Parkinson's disease find that using cannabis products helps to ease certain symptoms, according to results from a survey. The findings notably suggest that cannabis products with high levels of the chemical THC are more likely to induce both positive and negative effects in Parkinson's patients. These survey results offer a broad overview of real-world cannabis use patterns and experience among a large group of people living with Parkinson's, and provide initial results regarding the differential symptomatic effects of different cannabis products, researchers wrote. Findings were published in the study, Higher Risk, Higher Reward? Self-reported effects of real-world cannabis use in Parkinson's disease, in movement disorders. Five lessons I've learned on my Parkinson's journey. Cannabis has two main active components, tetrahydrocannabinol, THC, which is the main chemical that induces a high, and cannabidiol, CBD, which doesn't induce a high but may have numbing or anti-inflammatory properties. Cannabis has not been rigorously studied in Parkinson's, but many patients are interested in its potential benefits, and with increasing availability of a number of cannabis-based products, many have tried them. In lieu of scientific studies, learning from these patients' experiences could help patients and clinicians to understand the potential benefits and risks of using various cannabis products for Parkinson's patients. To this end, researchers at the University of Colorado conducted a survey through Fox Insight, an online platform run by the Michael J. Fox Foundation for Parkinson's Research. The survey was answered by 1,881 people with Parkinson's who reported having used cannabis products since they were diagnosed. Most respondents were men, 58.5%, and more than half had been diagnosed with Parkinson's for less than three years. The vast majority were white, 97.9%, and the respondents generally were highly educated with nearly two-thirds having at least a college degree and 33.6% with graduate or professional degrees. Most of the respondents, 73%, said the main reason they used cannabis was medicinal, 7.3% reported recreational use, and 19.7% said they used cannabis both medically and recreationally. A little more than half had been using cannabis for six months or less, while about a third had been using for longer than a year. Notably, Nearly one of three respondents, 31.8%, said they had not talked to their healthcare providers about their use of cannabis. Based on this finding, the researchers recommended that clinicians should bring up the topic of cannabis use with Parkinson's patients in a standardized, 
non-judgmental manner during visits. The majority of respondents said they consumed oral cannabis products, a food, drink, edible oil, or sublingual, under the tongue, tincture, and 37.5% of respondents reported consuming cannabis by smoking or vaping. Almost all of the patients knew generally what type of product they had, e.g., high or low THC slash CBD, and most knew exact levels from product labels. More patients used products with higher CBD, 54.6%, while 30.2% used higher THC, and 15.2% took similar amounts of THC and CBD products. The most common improvements noted with using cannabis, of any kind, reported by more than half of respondents, were better sleep, less agitation and anxiety, and less pain. Some participants reported having stopped taking other medications, for pain, 26.8%, anxiety, 18.6%, sleep, 16.9%, Parkinson's symptoms, 13.9%, or depression, 11.9%, since they started using cannabis. I think these results reflect what I generally see in my patients. Overall, medical marijuana seems to help with symptoms as reported in this survey, anxiety, sleep and pain, Catherine Amadeo, MD, a movement disorder specialist at Westchester Medical Center in New York, who was not involved in the study, said in a press release. The most common adverse side effects of cannabis, reported as worsening by more than 1 in 10 patients, were dry mouth, dizziness, cognitive impairment, increased appetite or weight, daytime sleepiness, imbalance, fatigue, palpitations, apathy, and hallucinations. In general, the overall magnitude of both positive and negative effects was small, the researchers noted. Notably, patients who took a product with high THC were generally more likely to experience an effect, whether positive or negative. Use of higher THC products was associated with more frequently reported symptomatic benefits for pre-existing, Parkinson's-related symptoms, especially for nausea, depression, tremor, poor sleep, agitation, decreased appetite, anxiety, sexual dysfunction, and pain, the researchers wrote. However, they added, higher THC products were also associated with more frequent symptomatic worsening, most notably dry mouth, dizziness, cognition, and balance. As such, the team noted that high THC products appear to be a high risk, high reward in terms of Parkinson's symptoms. The researchers called for further studies to evaluate cannabis in Parkinson's. These survey results are completely in line with my experience so far, said Catherine Lever, MD, a neurology professor at Mount Sinai Beth Israel in New York, who was not involved in the study. Medical marijuana doesn't help everyone with Parkinson's or every symptom of Parkinson's. But it is a useful tool in the toolbox of treatments for the disease. And, as in this study, I've seen benefits for sleep, pain, anxiety and, sometimes, for motor symptoms. Survey reveals risks, rewards of cannabis use. By Marissa Wexler, MS, January 28, 2022. Some people with Parkinson's disease find that using cannabis products helps to ease certain symptoms, according to results from a survey. The findings notably suggest that cannabis products with high levels of the chemical THC are more likely to induce both positive and negative effects in Parkinson's patients. These survey results offer a broad overview of real-world cannabis use patterns and experience among a large group of people living with Parkinson's, 
and provide initial results regarding the differential symptomatic effects of different cannabis products, researchers wrote. Findings were published in the study, Higher Risk, Higher Reward? Self-reported effects of real-world cannabis use in Parkinson's disease, in movement disorders. Five lessons I've learned on my Parkinson's journey. Cannabis has two main active components, tetrahydrocannabinol, THC, which is the main chemical that induces a high, and cannabidiol, CBD, which doesn't induce a high but may have numbing or anti-inflammatory properties. Cannabis has not been rigorously studied in Parkinson's, but many patients are interested in its potential benefits, and with increasing availability of a number of cannabis-based products, many have tried them. In lieu of scientific studies, learning from these patients' experiences could help patients and clinicians to understand the potential benefits and risks of using various cannabis products for Parkinson's patients. To this end, researchers at the University of Colorado conducted a survey through Fox Insight, an online platform run by the Michael J. Fox Foundation for Parkinson's Research. The survey was answered by 1,881 people with Parkinson's who reported having used cannabis products since they were diagnosed. Most respondents were men, 58.5%, and more than half had been diagnosed with Parkinson's for less than three years. The vast majority were white, 97.9%, and the respondents generally were highly educated, with nearly two-thirds having at least a college degree and 33.6% with graduate or professional degrees. Most of the respondents, 73%, said the main reason they used cannabis was medicinal, 7.3% reported recreational use, and 19.7% said they used cannabis both medically and recreationally. A little more than half had been using cannabis for six months or less, while about a third had been using for longer than a year. Notably, nearly one of three respondents, 31.8%, said they had not talked to their healthcare providers about their use of cannabis. Based on this finding, the researchers recommended that clinicians should bring up the topic of cannabis use with Parkinson's patients in a standardized, non-judgmental manner during visits. The majority of respondents said they consumed oral cannabis products, a food, drink, edible oil, or sublingual, under the tongue, tincture, and 37.5% of respondents reported consuming cannabis by smoking or vaping. Almost all of the patients knew generally what type of product they had, e.g., high or low THC slash CBD, and most knew exact levels from product labels. More patients used products with higher CBD, 54.6%, while 30.2% used higher THC, and 15.2% took similar amounts of THC and CBD products. The most common improvements noted with using cannabis, of any kind, reported by more than half of respondents, were better sleep, less agitation and anxiety, and less pain. Some participants reported having stopped taking other medications, for pain, 26.8%, anxiety, 18.6%, sleep, 16.9%, Parkinson's symptoms, 13.9%, or depression, 11.9%, since they started using cannabis. I think these results reflect what I generally see in my patients. Overall, medical marijuana seems to help with symptoms as reported in this survey, anxiety, sleep and pain, Catherine Amadeo, MD, a movement disorder specialist at Westchester Medical Center in New York, who was not involved in the study, said in a press release. The most common adverse side effects of cannabis, 
reported as worsening by more than 1 in 10 patients, were dry mouth, dizziness, cognitive impairment, increased appetite or weight, daytime sleepiness, imbalance, fatigue, palpitations, apathy, and hallucinations. In general, the overall magnitude of both positive and negative effects was small, the researchers noted. Notably, patients who took a product with high THC were generally more likely to experience an effect, whether positive or negative. Use of higher THC products was associated with more frequently reported symptomatic benefits for pre-existing, Parkinson's-related symptoms, especially for nausea, depression, tremor, poor sleep, agitation, decreased appetite, anxiety, sexual dysfunction, and pain, the researchers wrote. However, they added, higher THC products were also associated with more frequent symptomatic worsening, most notably dry mouth, dizziness, cognition, and balance. As such, the team noted that high THC products appear to be a high-risk, high-reward in terms of Parkinson's symptoms. The researchers called for further studies to evaluate cannabis and Parkinson's. These survey results are completely in line with my experience so far, said Catherine Lever, MD, a neurology professor at Mount Sinai Beth Israel in New York, who was not involved in the study. Medical marijuana doesn't help everyone with Parkinson's or every symptom of Parkinson's. But it is a useful tool in the toolbox of treatments for the disease. And, as in this study, I've seen benefits for sleep, pain, anxiety and, sometimes, for motor symptoms.